This is Abnormal Entertainment. Justin. <laughs> this is Justin. Uh. <laughs> our, oh, our, shit. Our, oh shit, our, that's our, me. Our that's so pretty. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> I was recording. <laughs> this is Limesack and uh, this is uh, Mrs. Uh, Limesack Clotoris. Uh, I am Lime not Mrs. Limesack Apple. Ms. Limesack here. <laughs> She had no idea we were recording there. Okay. She that was good. <laughs> this is this is lime okay. here. Sorry. Since we no, this is Justin. Justin. Yeah. <laughs> this is no Justin. Justin. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> okay. We're still doing. We still are in I our know intro. We are. <laughs> good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, Justin, or Limesec. Uh I am here w to bring you another episode of El Guapo and Limesec. Although we are missing uh, El Guapo today, uh, we are recording here on uh, September 25th at 12.34 a.m. Uh, I got a couple uh, hosts. Uh, one is our one of our normals, which is... Okay. And then we have... Uh, Another regular uh, making his uh, third debut here. Go ahead and say hello. What's up? Matt Brown in the house. Bringing it live to you and yours. Yep. Always dropping it down. Uh, I'm going to do my best not to fuck up the, the levels this time. Unlike the last episode. I apologize about that. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that... Uh, El Guapo or El Guacamole Jesse, <laughs> he's uh, been uh, pretty busy the last couple of uh, weeks. Um, we were supposed to record today. Uh, he wasn't able to get on. He's going out to California tomorrow and won't be back till Tuesday. His grandmother's uh, having some sort of heart surgery, so uh, we want to send our luck and wishes and prayers his way. That's right. Hoping that everything turns out okay for her, and uh, we know he'll be back on as soon as he can. And uh, all, all we can do is wish for the best. I know he talked about uh, just hanging out with family. He's going out there with his mom, with his mom and daughter, and uh, he hopes to maybe uh, visit Cam on the way back. So we'll see what happens. Most importantly, let's take care of his grandma. And, get her back on track with her health and uh, go from there. That's right. So uh, we're here at uh, 12.30 in the morning, September 25th. I'm over here drinking uh, 
I'm drinking a uh, called a pump kick. Have you heard of pump kick? No, I haven't. It's uh, made from fat tire. Oh, nice. It's a good beer. It's, it's like their version of pumpkin beer, although I, I dislike it a little more than others because it's, it doesn't have a sweet taste. Um, you taste the pumpkin in it, but it, it's just lacking that little sweetness to it. So Nice. That's where I'm at. I don't know. Are you drinking anything over there? Always. Um, <clears throat> I got a Stella Artois. I got a couple of Stellas going. Ooh, that's fancy. That's oh, fancy. That's oh, good yeah. shit, though. Yeah, I upped my game. <laughs> a lot of people consider that a bitch beer because uh, one of the more finer German beers. Right. But I think it's smooth as shit. And uh, if you can catch it on sale, why not drink it? Yep. CVS, thirteen ninety nine <laughs> For a six-pack or 12-pack? 12. Oh, okay, I was going to say because 12-packs are normally 20 bucks plus. Yeah. Oh, they really? Yep. Yeah, their their regular price, ugh, regular price is like eighteen ninety nine on sale for thirteen ninety nine. So I took yeah. full advantage of that. That Stella Stella is one of my favorite. Uh, I don't know if it's a blonde, uh, but no, it's definitely not a blonde. I don't know. It's a green bottle. It's but more anyway, like a, just like a. Um, it might be more like a blonde or a white. Or a white, know, yeah. I don't even know how to. It's probably between a blonde and a white, but. Yeah, it's uh, very light in uh, beer flavor, but it it has the ability to uh, alcohol content you. I'm pretty sure you're spending you're spending your money on uh, the fact that they have to wrap their beer bottle tops in foil. Right. So all your money's going towards the foil. Right. And then uh, a, well, a, we were at the bar not too long ago with the pre and. Uh, Stella Artois, I guess they make bars sell their beers in those glass, in their Stella Artois glasses. Have they're, you seen them? They're actually called chalices. Yeah, chalice. There you go. Yes. They actually, they're uh, gold brimmed. That's what they say. Yeah. Is it that real real gold brim or is it just yeah. coated? Well, it, it's uh, it's dipped in gold. Right. So, so it's not full solid top. No, but it, it, it uh, apparently it brings out the full aroma and it also... Uh, you know, helps the beer, I guess, aerate correctly, so you're getting the full full off the tap. I don't even know what that shit means, but I know I pre-asked the waitress if she would sell them, and she said possibly because uh, nobody really uses them. What? <laughs> so I, I would like to buy some though. Yeah, there, there are certain beers that you drink out of a, a glass, you know, a special glass designed for that beer, which will bring it. Because, in my opinion, the amber bock in a bottle tastes like shit but if you drink amber bock at a bar from the tap it tastes fantastic so oh, yeah. you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm assuming that stella artois and the the chalice will taste a lot better than it would out of the bottle but it still tastes pretty damn good out of the bottle definitely so uh, a praise over here um drinking a cup of milk nice. Wait, it's a dr pepper thank you very oh. much <laughs> dr pepper <laughs> We caught her on an off day. She's not. She's drinking soda, not milk. Her milk is her go-to. So, uh, let's go ahead and jump right into this. Uh, let's see. Uh, last episode we recorded, um, we talked about uh, you asking uh, some of your friends to be your your groomsmen. 
Yep. Uh, were you able to talk to Sean about being your uh, your best maggot? <laughs> no, I, I actually didn't get a chance to yet. Uh, he's supposed to come over tomorrow, which will be Friday, uh, and I plan on doing it then. But we'll see. His 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 lady just has uh, minor surgery or surgery. I don't know. Uh, so he's been taking care of her, and uh, we all know Brokeback Sean is is a little injured right now, so <clears throat> he's awaiting his surgery. So there's a lot of little 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 problems going on with him. So it's been a little tough to wait. What what what's wrong quick, with Sean? Quick, quickly, what's wrong with Sean, and what did his wife have done? If if you're allowed to speak on it, you don't have to get too much into it, but um, I I don't know the f- I don't know what she had. I think it was it was like a. You know when something goes wrong and you have to get something removed. Uh, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know like what it was exactly. I don't. I don't remember. That's very, that's very but you know like when something broad. bursts inside of you and you have to get it removed, yeah, like a like appendix or like a gallbladder or something like that. I don't remember which one it was. Burst, but appendix do. It was one of those. I don't. I don't remember exactly. But uh, okay. she had to have that's, that removed. That's those two are. Very minor, but I mean, it, it could be a big deal if you've never had anything done on you before. But right, right, I understand what you're saying. He he had to take care of her for that. And what's wrong with Sean is uh, it's kind of hard to say. Uh, what isn't wrong with Sean is a little easier to say. Um, but he he's uh he's got like a really hurt back, so he really can't lift and stuff like that. He's supposed to have surgery in the next couple months or so. So. He's he he surgery. Surgery? Yeah. Uh he he's he's uh doing the the Caitlyn Jenner surgery. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, uh, shit. Uh no he he has uh he has pretty much the same thing that uh, uh happened to pretty recently. He's, yeah, he's going to have some sort of back surgery. Wow. Um to assist him in the future. We're gonna have to uh, get them on the show here soon, and they can compare their surgeries and <laughs> they can compare and contrast their X-rays. If he arrives tomorrow, we could slap another show together. Yeah, I'm, I have no, we have nothing going on tomorrow, so uh, we can go from there. So sounds you good. Just, you just let us know. I will. I will. <laughs> if his arrival is uh, is here, then if his arrival is here, that's horrible English. If he decides, <laughs> if, if if he comes up, then yes, we we will definitely try to make that happen. Uh, get another episode up for Abnormal Entertainment. Awesome. Um, next segment, uh, we want to do an update on the I ten shooter. Right. Since uh, we've talked about it on our show two or three times, and then uh, Kevin Moyers has talked about it on uh, his show Raise Your Spirits one or two times. Um, as of a few days ago, uh, they arrested somebody by the name of Leslie Merritt, who at least has done four of the shootings on the freeway. Nice. Because um, there the, were a couple copycats the, the, out there, right? Yeah, the, there's the people that did the shootings after him, it's either copycats or another accomplice. Oh, okay. Um, the thing that they're fighting with now is the the guy Leslie Mary. He's on a, a million dollar bond, so he's not getting out anytime soon. <laughs> right, right. 
Because, I mean, bail bonds make guy, 10%. He's a white yeah. guy. For all you people that thought it was probably another Mexican, a legal Mexican. Well, I mean, Leslie type. sounds like a black dude. <laughs> just, just to be fair. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I guess there was conflict about... Um, I guess he he turned his gun into a pawn shop. So he tried to say that he didn't have that gun, that he it was, the pawn shop had it. But uh, those facts are false. So as of now, uh, Leslie Merritt, he's still um, the one to blame for the first four shootings. And Arizona still has a $50,000 reward out for anybody that has information on the I-10 shootings. Right. That's awesome. <clears throat> At least there's one in the bag. Yeah, you there's know. one for now. But... And who knows? He might he might do the. Uh, oh well, these are my homies that you know we were a click, you know, type situation. Yeah, you know, who knows and what the future holds. Yeah, and, and it's funny because you see like his dad and his baby mama on the news, and they're complete like white trash. I mean, they're just trying to stick up for him any way that they possibly can. Um, just a quick. Did he have any type of military background or? Nope. Damn, I was wrong. I was wrong. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. So he's just some hung duck fuck motherfucker. Yep. Shoot motherfuckers on freeways. Wow. Wow. I think he's only 21, too. He's not he's yeah. not old at all. He's what? 21 years old, too. What? That's outrageous. Outrageous. 21 years old shooting people on the freeway. Just for the hell of it. Wow. Oh. So, uh, that's where we are with the I-10 shooter. I mean, we don't have much information other than that. Um, since we're on crazy people right now, I guess I can bring up something I didn't plan to. Uh, me and Apri, we live next to a high school and middle school. We're not too far from our kids' uh, elementary school. But yesterday, there was a lockdown at the high school for a bomb threat. What? Yeah. Did you ever have any bomb threats when you were in high school? Yeah. Uh, if I recall correctly, it was about two. That we had I them around 420, usually. Yeah. And uh, around the Colum Columbine the anniversary. Right. The Hitler, the Hitler anniversary uh, birthday. It's Hitler's birthday. And then, you know, something to do with marijuana. <laughs> Did you have any Ukraine? I think maybe one. I honestly cannot remember. She can't remember anything. Nope. But I, rem I remember we would have to go like straight out to the football field or to the the big soccer fields, and the whole school would go out there, and we'd be out there for a few hours. Right. The rich people or the cool people that had cell phones back in you freaking their parents. 1999. <laughs> 98, 2000, they were able to call their parents and let them know I was there. Like, do you have a payphone nearby? <laughs> right, right. You got a nickel? <laughs> you got 25 cents? Or do I got to call 1 800 collect? <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh, there was um, the lockdown at the high school yesterday, or two days ago, since we're on the 25th, and then yesterday. Um, I came home and a pre told me that uh, there was a lockdown at 
our son's elementary school. That's nuts. An elementary school? Yep. Yep. For what? Go ahead and pray. You know more info than I do. Um, I believe it said something along the lines of a five-year-old reported a suspicious person wearing a holster. Something along those lines. Wow. Like a gun holster? Apparently, I have no idea. I just said a holster. Gun holster or not, would you believe a five-year-old saying that? I don't. I don't think a five-year-old would know what a gun holster is, unless their parents taught them and have always had, had kept one or held one, right? Right, right. But at the same time, you think he would just make it up out of nowhere just for the hell of it? Maybe he watched Toy Story and watched Woody with his holster. Cause there's a snake in my boots. <laughs> <laughs> That was random. <laughs> but now nah, that that sounds that sounds crazy, man. So like, I guess uh, our kids our kids were on lockdown for what three hours? Oh yeah, from like twelve no just to twelve thirty to like two thirty. That's still a long time. Yeah. Matt. Yeah. Did you have any, you, so you didn't have any of those encounters when you were in school? Um, I had a few, but nothing like that. It was pretty much just, you know, there, there's a suspicious package, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Well, thanks for helping us there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're asking the terrorist. Uh, if there was any bomb threats. I mean, I, I really can't go into full detail or disclosure on <laughs> a lot of them. So. Um, uh, quickly, where are we at on time on your end for recording? Uh, 16 minutes. Really? Yep. Gosh, you guys aren't helping at all. Anyways. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I was... That whole pause by me was, I was, I had to go pee. <laughs> no wonder it was quiet. Which pause? Uh, just me not talking very much. Didn't you, don't you remember the episode where like five, all five of us were on and you heard me pissing in the background? Really? You couldn't even mute your phone? No, like I was... If ask if um, Matt remembers, I was probably pissing for like a minute and a half straight, and everybody's like, "Who the fuck's pissing so long?" When why you remember that, Matt? That was so much fun. <laughs> that, that was, was on our, that was on Razor Spirits, right? Um, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, that's when we were up to like one o'clock, and you went to sleep early. Why didn't you mute your phone? How would I mute my phone? I was on the computer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but it was funny stuff. Much better. <laughs> Are you relieved? I take it. Have you yeah. come to a full circle? Uh, yeah, I I, uh, I drank the Stella and then I peed in the Stella. And you pulled the Stella. <laughs> it's probably the same color too. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
So I got a, a, a few more things we can get into as far as topic-wise, and then we can go off the wall if you want to. Um, I want to ask you, because uh, I, I didn't realize that you work nights as like animal control, right? Yeah, I, I work. Uh, so they what call time are you going? I go in. It depends. Sometimes I go in at two thirty. Sometimes I go in at three thirty. In the morning. Uh, afternoon, and then I get off at eleven at night or midnight. Okay, because I was under, I was under the impression that you went in at like midnight because you said you're a night owl. Nah, I but, get but I get home work, and then so I do half, like, half, half your shift is night, right? Yeah. Yeah. By the time how, I get home, it's uh. You know, take care of business time. And Kelsey, what's what's her hours? <laughs> uh, she works eight to four thirty. Eight in the morning. Yeah. Oh, how she, <laughs> how'd she get that shift? <laughs> right. Lucky. That's what I said. Uh, yeah. How'd you not get that? How'd you? How'd she get that before you? Um, I I've been on night shift since I started working there. Uh, I prefer it. I don't like. I'm not a morning person, so. Uh, but the the job that she does requires her to be there early, so. And you'd probably prefer her work days, and then you work the, the second shift, right? Um. Yeah. Just I, for safety reasons, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Because we're working at the same facilities, it makes sense. Um. But. You know, I, I would, <clears throat> I would like to spend more time with her at home and stuff like that. But we'll see. You know. Do you ever get a day off together? Uh, we without requesting it. We had a. In the beginning, there was a, a few times where she got scheduled the same days I did. Um, but as of late, no. She. <laughs> can you? Bl- All right, check this out. I've been there for ten years, and I'm off Thursday, Friday. And I work the second shift, essentially. She's been there like six months, and she's Monday through Friday, fucking 8 to 4.30. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you got ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just goes to show that vagina rules the world. Right, but you know what? According to statistics, I still get paid more than her. Thank you. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, it's the same family, so it's all good. Right, right. And honestly, you're probably doing the right thing. Is I mean, yeah, it sucks you don't get weekends off, but... You'd rather be the one working nights and her be safe during the day. Right, right. You know. So. You get paid a uh, night differential? Yeah, I think it's like 70, 75 cents an hour. That adds up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, w- what's, it, what's it like as far as encountering animals at nighttime? Like, do you have to pick up dead ones off the street, too, if you see them? Or how... Can you give a little more brief description on your on your job? Yeah, of course. Um, a majority of the calls are, you know, people seeing stray animals running around. Um, majority of the time is someone's left their fucking gate open or the garden. Me- and this means snakes, too, and, like, wild animals, right? Yeah. Sometimes porcupines and stuff, if, if you encounter them. Um, we don't have porcupines. We have skunks. And uh, rattlesnakes. We have two types of rattlesnakes uh, where where I live. It's the uh, Southern Pacific and the Mojave Green. And they're both poisonous, right? Yeah, those are the two poisonous ones. Uh, there's have you encountered them? Oh, all the time. 
all the time. Does it scare the shit out of you every time? Um, my you, my first time, yeah, I was like, holy crap, this guy could you know lay me out and I'll be done. But you know, with time and technique, I've, I've you know capture is easy. The yeah, only ten years probably gives you a lot of confidence. Yeah, the the only thing I'll I'll be honest with you is the uh, the transfer from capture to container. You know, if if the snake is pissed off and <laughs> it it wants to get out of the container I'm trying to put it in, as soon as I let go, I can get tagged. But <clears throat> with with my years of experience, uh, I'm I'm pretty confident that you know I got it under control. Well, we we got a lot of skunks out here. There's a, a road. Um, there's two roads. That, uh, actually, three roads you can take to get to my house, but two are closer. And there's one road where you either see a dead skunk, or you can drive over a skunk, or find a skunk, or you just. It, it's called the McDavid McDavid Road, but I like to call it Skunk Lane or Skunk Alley. Skunk Alley. <laughs> And they're pretty raunchy, man. Yeah. And uh, one time, uh, me and a priest saw a big ass skunk in the middle of the road, all fours up in the air. And she wanted me to go take a picture of it. And I turned around to go do it. And I drove by. I'm like, "Fuck, that's disgusting. I'm not gonna take a fucking sit there and let you take a picture of that." Yeah, the smell <laughs> is nasty. It looked cool. And it, it looked cool. The fours in the air, but the fact that you're sitting there smelling that shit. <laughs> yeah. The defense mechanism on the skunk is uh, obviously the stench smell to deter its enemy or prey. Or, and even, uh, when, even when they die, it's a defense mechanism. Right, right. Because you, you like, okay, when you know people die, <clears throat> they, they shit and urinate. Their bodily fluids exert themselves. So, you know, if, if a snake dies, like if you kill a snake, its venom is still there. Like a rattlesnake, its head is still... Uh, able to strike you so like if you cut the head uh, the head of the snake off and then like play with the head it can still strike you like it's nerves and shit still go for yeah. for hours but you know the skunk as soon as it gets uh, I'm assuming it hits hit by a car or a truck or whatever um, it exerts its defense mechanism it's like oh snap you know <laughs> yeah. I watched you that I've seen that show Naked and Afraid no I haven't I have where um Is that like Survivor but they're naked? It's it's a it's a show on uh Discovery I think it is where they um they're naked and uh they just stay in like a territory for twenty one days. Uh huh. And they have to hunt. They they only get like they get like a little satchel and they can take one weapon each. And um like you see them killing people and like or killing animals and stuff. Damn, and like, that's the show. <laughs> that's the show right there. <laughs> it's all about death row inmates now, man. Uh, okay, I can go really them. dark right now, but I'll, I I won't. <laughs> but they'll kill like snakes, like rattlesnakes, and they won't touch their. Uh, if you, they have to like throw their head far because. Their fangs can still, I guess, their mouth and the muscles. Yeah, they can still bite down and put poison in you. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of other instances, but that's that's one of the examples. Yeah, it's it's actually uh, really trippy because 
I, I've gone to a location where, you know, the, the person that called it in has actually already done that part, uh, chopped the head off. And when I go to pick up the, the half, <laughs> I don't even want to call it a half, the 90% of the rest of the body, and head still bite. The the head still bites, so I'm very cautious with that. But the the body itself, actually, if you go grab it on the body, will still uh, attempt the strike. Like if the head was still attached, like yeah. Well, I've, I've because got it's just all muscle, and right. that's how it was. It's that's how it is on the on the TV show. Because um, these fools, they went out to like Africa, I think, and they had a hunt freaking electric eels just to eat wow and they would they would strike the eels and they would feel the shock from it just trying to kill it like it would take multiples and multiples of strikes with a a machete and harpoons right and they would they would feel the shock but um uh, once they got the head off they weren't worried about it um they would pull the body out of the water and they would feel a little bit of shock here and there but uh, snake is pretty much, I guess you can see, all muscle or kind of all muscle, and it, it just moves. Right. It's all nerves and stuff, all nerves moving in it. Yeah, snake is pretty much just rib cage and muscle. Yeah, that's pretty much all it is. There's a digestive system in there too, obviously, but... Yeah. Have you encountered any uh, mountain lions or anything, or coyotes? Um, bobcats, coyotes... Um, I assisted on a mountain lion call, but it it was uh, hit by a car, so it was like whatever. Uh, bears, I've had some bear calls. Babies or grown? Uh, it, uh, it was a, it was a, a bear that got hit by a car, uh, and it was dead. Um, but so what do you what do you do with dead bodies? Do you just pull them to the side, or you have to take them in? It it depends. Um, if, if it's a domesticated animal, like a dog, cat, rabbit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, like pro- a, hom- a hormone pet? Right. The, the protocol is to uh, scan it with a microchip scanner to see if there is a, any type of identification on the animal. So their guts are shown and you have to identify it? <laughs> yeah. Well, That's rough, dude. <laughs> well, uh, the identification portion sometimes is, you know, you, you can't, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just like, I don't know what the fuck this is, uh, but you still, I still hover my wand of uh, microchip scanner on it to see if there's a, uh, uh, any type of traceable identification. Uh, if so, contact the owner, blah, 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 let them know the situation. Um, but if there's no identification, then it's whatever. But if it's, it's some sort of wildlife, uh, bear, uh, mountain lion, and, uh, <coughs> like eagle, like eagle, uh, bald eagle or something like that, we have to contact Fish and Game because it's protected uh, and advise them of the situation. So, Even if they're dead, you have to advise Game and Fish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they need to know because it's, uh, they, they monitor their movements and stuff like that. So fi- fishing, are, are, fish, fishing Game is pretty much like CSI of us. If that makes is that sense. because most of the time the bears or like the coyotes or wolves are, are tagged so they can monitor their species? Yes, uh, the bears and deers too. I'm, I would assume deer. No, deers not too. not deers. Deer. Uh, the the primary predator. So it would be like uh, the mountain lion. Th- they're not too concerned about the bobcats. 
um but it's, it's primarily bear and mountain lion um and then the bird would be the eagle so if we come across any one of those <coughs> we automatically advise them like hey i picked this up then they send their people down and figure out which one it was and where it was picked up at and yada yada basically to it's it's more along the lines of like uh, illegal poaching so they they want to know like okay how did this one you know die you know have you encountered illegal poaching before to where you had to report somebody and they got arrested not in my career okay. uh i and i haven't heard of uh i haven't heard of that yet thankfully yeah but this is all interesting stuff to me and i don't want to Hopefully the uh, listeners aren't bored of it, but it's it's actually good information, I think. Yeah, that's not, 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 not many people know what a animal control people do, and I mean, it's so scary stuff, and you, right. know, you sometimes encounter dangerous things, and you got to report, and not only that, you just got to see a lot of dead animals, and not everybody can tolerate that stuff. Yeah, it, it it's a tough job, man. I, I, I always say this, that... Uh, I have to put my badge before my heart, you know, because if yeah. I put my heart first and, you know, I'm going to kick some fool's ass, you know, or, or I'm going to put my real emotion into it. And I'll be like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. But, you know, I have to be professional, you know, just like, you know, police officers or any type of uh, law enforcement. <clears throat> you know, I have to, you know, go by the rules and, you know, my my core is my battlefield. You know, right. if I catch you doing something really stupid you know court court is where i'll see you and you know we'll sentence you there i i you know my personal feelings are you know you're you're a fucking idiot but and and, and have you had to go to court to justify or protect what you've seen or what you've done yeah multiple times i i, I can't go into details on it because it's statute of limitations yeah. and stuff like that but um i i've been mm, I've been an investigator on multiple court case type situations. I'll, Are those still ongoing? Uh, I have a few currently ongoing. Um, you can talk about the ones that aren't, but you don't need to do that now. Right. Uh, the one, the ones that have been concluded are. Uh, I don't know if I. I'm know you can speak about that once it's, the case is closed, but well, you there, probably there, got a lot of ongoing, too. The, there's a few cl- cases that have been closed, but I, I still don't know if I, I have the ability to, to discuss them, uh, especially That's from a, a first-person type of view. But basically, um, a person was, was doing some sort of wrongdoing to an animal and... Uh, the court proceeding found that they were guilty for whatever reason. I, I've had one actually where uh, the court found that they were not guilty. It was it was kind of a sketchy deal. Uh, I could probably discuss this one. Uh, the dude had got a horse, and he had just gotten it from some sort of auction. Um, and there were there was something really wrong with the horse, and in a matter of days, the horse's health declined dramatically. And uh, it wasn't any of his fault, but his fault was that he did not get an equestrian vet at location, which caused us to get to location and be like, hey, man, why isn't why aren't you taking care of this animal correctly? 
Uh, so we pushed we pushed the issue, but you know, it didn't go in our favor. I don't even want to say it didn't go in our favor. I want to say that the the uh, the court didn't find him guilty of any type of negligence is actually the proper term to put it in. Uh, but I've I've had all uh, other types of situations where the court found him negligent or her negligent for whatever reason. Um, the most recent one that's in the news I, I am not affiliated with, so I can discuss based on the news media that I know about it, is uh, there was a, a school, I don't know what her actual job was, but she was like a school, it's not like a principal, but it's above a principal. But anyway, she, she was uh, affiliated with uh, dog fighting, and uh, that case is still undergoing, but how the heck can you be a school? I don't even know what it's called. I don't even know her. her superintendent. Su- that's the word. Thank you, Apri. She's a freaking school superintendent. How the f are you going to be dog fighting? Dang. You that's know, horrible. You, you make a hundred k a year plus and benefits. Why would you? Fuck, uh. But the weird part is, I come back to like. I can understand you being able to do the job, but how does poor little Kelsey do the job? <laughs> uh, actually, she she works in the uh, the office, so she does like uh, oh, okay. adoptions and uh, intakes of animals. Uh, her, you're, the, you're the street nigga. Oh yeah, oh man, they love me at night because I don't I don't put up a shit. I bet you know I gotta be that badass, especially at night because you know, people are drinking. Obviously, if someone knocks on my door right now, like hey, keep it down, and be like nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in my garage talking on a microphone, but you know, in other situations where it becomes more real, like, hey, dude, your your animal just got out and killed another fucking animal, or it bit a kid down the street. You know what I mean? That that's stuff I got to do, especially you know, right. you being the mailman. We we get a lot of our our calls and complaints because you guys are on the streets every day. You know, you have your route to hit, yeah. And then you guys let us know, hey. Sometimes the carriers find people that are dead because. They realize somebody's always home and they're retired. They don't check their mail. Right. They call the cops. Say, "Hey, this is unlike that person." Right. uh, Next thing you know, they're decomposing on their carpet. Right. I've I've been to act. I've been to places like that too, man. That's creepy, especially because they have animals, dude. That's cats are crazy, man. It's definitely crazy. If if you own a cat in your old age, don't get rid of it. I will tell you right now, get rid of it. It will eat you. <laughs> the cats? Yeah, if you if you die, the cat will eat. It will start eating you if it gets hungry. Get rid of it. Ew. Yeah. Okay, buddy. <laughs> we'll 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 end this animal conversation <laughs> on the fact that if you know you're dying, if you're maybe sixty to ninety years old. Get rid of your cat. You should not own a cat. Nope. Get rid of it. They will eat you. Ugh. And what's that movie? What's that movie called from Stephen King? Is it Tommy Knockers with the cats? Uh, or not, not Tommy Knockers. I don't read it's books. Fucking movie. <laughs> Anyways, that's besides the point. But uh, before we're gonna get ready to, uh, here to take a break, real quick. Okay. How much time are we in right now? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and take our break, but uh, we want to bring up a book that I came across on Facebook. The title is 
<laughs> Want to play with my balls? This is a children's book. Keep that in mind, a children's book. So, uh, bear with us. Matt's going to go ahead and play it live right now over the air so you can hear it. And then we'll go ahead and discuss it. And uh, we'll talk about our favorite children's books or books that we currently like. Sounds good. So, let's go ahead and go through with it. This is an actual children's book. Do you want to play with my balls? Hey, Louie, do you want to play with my balls? Sure, Chuck. I can hold your ball sack so it won't drag on the ground. Wow, your balls are so big. I can't even fit them in my mouth. My mom's always yelling, Louie, get those balls out of your mouth before you choke. You know that mean girl, Sally? She squeezed my balls so hard, they looked funny. Nice. Yeah, well, when I play with Sally, I always end up with blue balls. Billy Johnson made Sally cry last week. Now that kid's got balls. Not anymore. Yesterday, Sally kicked Billy's balls so hard, he lost one. Look, Louie. Your dog is licking my balls. Let's roll them on Sparky's fur. Girls hate hairy balls. You know, Chuck, if we show Sally our hairy balls, she'll scream for sure. Yeah, but I don't know. I kind of like Sally. I wish she would play just play nice with my balls. Yeah, me too. Hi, Sally. Do you want to play with our balls? Sure, but only if I can play with both of your balls at the same time. The end. Oh. Sally. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> okay. I wrote some notes. First off, everyone, this, this is a legitimate children's book. Let me, let me tell you the notes that I wrote. This is what I learned off the book. Sally is a female and she gives blue balls. She likes to kick boys in the balls and make them lose their balls. Girls hate hairy balls. And my final question is, is Sally a whore? No, no, she's just that girl. <laughs> what the fuck? Can you do you even see the author on the book? Um, Our author? I could definitely pull it up. 
it's just I I, th- I think it's because that we're adults. Uh, it's gross. Yes, because but if you, if you if look a at kid it, wrote it, read it, they would think otherwise. You know, at a, adolescence how old stage. The kid was. You know, if, if you look at it at a adolescent age, it's like, oh, we're talking about balls, you know, basketballs or you know dodgeballs. Uh, do you want to play with my balls? Question mark. It's by Bum Bum Books LLC. Uh, where's the fucking author on this shit? Uh, but it's <laughs> oh fuck. That's funny. <laughs> I don't even know where else to go with this other than I was gonna ask you: Did you grow with any books that you enjoyed, or what were your favorite books? Uh, to be honest, uh, I didn't really read books. I mean, I I, I dabbled into the Goosebumps. Um, but I really, I really don't remember my, my, uh, adolescent years. Uh, I think the last, the last book I even remember was like eighth grade year. It was a book called Slam. It was about a dude that played basketball. Uh, but anything before that, I don't even remember, you know, the author or anything along those lines, but (coughs) it was basically, you have to read these books. And you have to take a test on it. It was called AR Reading. And uh, it was bullshit. I, I hate reading. I, I don't like it. I mean, I'll, I'll read if it's enjoyable. Like, you know, an article. Uh, I'm really more into journalism type reading. I don't like reading books. I just... I, I can't I can't find myself getting, <laughs> getting lost in balls. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just I we just, definitely we definitely didn't have any books called <laughs> "Want to Play with My Balls." Right. <laughs> I I never had that. Uh, and now I understand why um why the uh, Sally that girl became a song, and and not the same people that did Supersonic. Uh, Supersonic was actually JJ Fad. Uh, okay. I think Sally, that girl, was. Uh, it was a a dude band. Oh, okay. Nonetheless, but they probably read the book and then they came out with Sally. It's actually Two Live Crew. <laughs> it was the Two Live Crew. Holy shit! That's crazy. That's Two Live Crew. <laughs> Never would have thought. Sally. Yeah. Oh wow. At least that's that, was nasty. That's what this. <laughs> One, two, three, and I woke up early. Yeah, it's two live crew. <laughs> you should have kept it going oh. just a little. Well, let me retype that in. Then. You can do it like a Atomic Fallout Society. Do a little mixture in there. One, two, three, and I woke up early this morning and I went to the five and dime. I saw this pretty young lady that was real, real fine. I tapped her on the shoulder and said, Excuse me, Sally. ma'am. She pulled down her pants and said, Splat these hams. Whoa, Sally, that girl. Want to play with my 
What's that? So there's a little culture for the people that didn't grow with this music. Right? We knew it as soon as we, we re-listened to it. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Sally. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> but uh, one of the things I was going to get into is uh, one of my favorite books was uh, Where the Sidewalk Ends from Shel Silverstein. Mine too. All right. I... Do you remember that book? Nope. It was a poem. It was a poem book. Where the sidewalk ends. Yeah, mm-hmm. look it up. Look it up on the internet and look at the um, the front cover of the book, and you have to recognize it. There's no way nobody would not recognize that book growing up, especially since you're only two years younger than us. Uh. Is <laughs> uh, it's like a, no. a white book with like black writing on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it shows like the shape of a face on it. Uh, by Shel Silverstein, you said. Yeah. Uh, the version I see is like a dude hanging off the edge of a cliff, yeah. and a girl on top of him, and then like a dog falling through the ledge. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, never did I read this book, but I will now. Uh, I have. You're a terrorist. I, you, no, because I have Amazon, <laughs> uh, and I have Amazon Prime. Dude, it's an excellent book. It's probably like I mean, it's a a poem book, uh-huh. but all the stuff in it is like legit. Like I, I fucking love that book. I can't believe it's only four ninety nine. I might actually buy that tomorrow when I get paid and show my kids what I grew up with and what me and a pre grew up with. We should, so they can it, read it. it. Just make sure you hit uh, the Abnormal Entertainment Amazon banner before you do that. No, I'm going to be like Jeff uh, and uh, not go through the uh, <laughs> the banner. <laughs> so so I, I'm just going to read one of the, the the pages. It's called Hard to Please to be said in one breath. Oh, I definitely can't say this in one breath, but I'll do my best. Elaine gives me pain. Gil gives me ill. Winnie Zanini. Orion is boring. Millie is silly. Rosie is nosy. Julie, Junie is loony. Gussie is fussy. Jackie is wacky. Tommy is balmy. Mary is scary. Tammy is clammy. Abby is crabby. Patty is batty. Maisie is lazy. Tiny is whiny, Missy is prissy, Nikki is picky, Ricky is tricky, and almost everyone makes me sicky. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you're sicky after Nikki makes you sicky. That's a uh, that that's actually really good. I like that. It's good stuff, man. And there's like a couple hundred pages there. I'm trying to think. You've about never read that book. Never, never have I ever. <laughs> He wasn't born here. He was born over in Dubai. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong race, homie. Wrong race. In Dubai, huh? (laughs) If I was born in Dubai, do you really really think I'd be in California? (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd still be in Dubai. I'll, I'd be the fucking ride operator in the fucking indoor ski resort. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's another freaking book that I like, but I'm trying to find it right now. I thought I remembered the, ar- the author, but I... Oh, here we go. Judy Bloom, The Fudge Books. The Fudge what? Books? Yeah. It's called Judy Bloom. Uh, there's Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. That was my favorite. I think that was my favorite because uh, my teacher, when I was in third or fourth grade, uh-huh. he would do voices for each of the characters. Oh, nice. There's another one called Otherwise Known as Sheila the Great. Super Fudge was another favorite. There's Fudge and Mania and Double Fudge, but Tales of Fourth Grade Nothing is one of my favorites. Yeah, I see that. Fudge Mania, Double Fudge. I don't remember those. Tales of Fourth Grade Nothing, Double Fudge, Super Fudge. Yeah, it makes me just, honestly, it makes me just want to buy these and read them all over again now that I'm an adult. Right. Or, read you know, them read them to your children. Yeah, and man. then just read them to, not only to myself, but to my kids and just, like, understand more of it now because they're one of my favorites. Right, right, right. Babe, what was the, uh, what were the scary books that we had? Wasn't there like a, a almost like a Tales from the Dark Side book? Do you remember that one? The Where I like scary, there was like scary stories in it? No, I just remember Goosebumps. <laughs> By R.L. Stein. That was yeah, R.L. Stein was a shit though. Yeah, he Goosebumps was, was legit. Yeah, that was, uh, and they actually made an animated, not animated, a TV series about it. They yeah, did. I know. In the beginning? Did did you watch the ones in the beginning? They were like years ago, and now they have, they're coming out the movie. Really? Are they? Yeah, there's a movie that's coming out that has all different characters in it. Nice. I think, I think they were on Amazon Prime or Netflix. Uh, I don't remember. But it was really awesome because my lady and I are both into Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Oh, nice. And, uh, wow, 2015. Yeah, it's supposed to come out. It's already out. October what? 16th. Release date, October 16th, 2015. Budget, $85 million. Wow. So it should be what pretty decent. Goosebumps, uh, the movie comes out October 16th, and its cast is going to be including Jack Black as R.L. Stein. What the hell? Yeah. That's lame. Uh, no, Jack Black is... Sorry. He's, a, <laughs> he, he's, he's legit, but he's, why would you cast him? He's uh, he's Tenacious D. Do you know about Tenacious D? No, he has his own band. Trust me, I know. All right. Yeah, it's the fucking man with Kyle Gas. Settle down. <laughs> Don't get a boner. Uh, already erect, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well then <laughs> uh, but it looks like he's the only headlining uh, uh, R.L. Stein's going to play in it as well his, his name is Mr. Black wow that's going to be fun so looks like uh, we need to get Cinema Head Cheese to uh, do they still exist Cinema Head Cheese yeah, they do. Cool. We need to get them to do this. 
And it's coming out next year? Next October? No, this October. Like. Oh, nice. Cinema head cheese don't fucking go see live movies, dude. They fucking wait till they're. It's like the movie's 30 years old and they get the video sent to them. Well, I mean, this that's, is. That's Kevin's fault, and I'm assuming. I'm gonna throw Dave and maybe Jeff in there. I don't know who else does the movies. This is this is 2015. You could pretty much just go to your local fucking Vallarta and be like, hey, man, do you have this movie? And they're going to say, yeah, for $5. Yeah. So we can do it. Oh, sorry, you're from Arizona. Do you know what a Vallarta is? No, do you know what a Quran is? Nope. What? <laughs> <laughs> a Vallarta is a Mexican grocery store. What isn't the Quran like a Middle Eastern Bible or something? Or am I way off? The the Quran? Yeah. The Quran is a fucking Muslim book. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Quran is the the Muslim Bible essentially. Why you say it? it reminds I, me of the. I, did I just insult you? <laughs> no, you didn't. I'm actually Christian. Uh, okay. But the the Quran. <laughs> but you're because you're Middle Eastern. Is that appropriate to assume? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a problem with with you know the assumptions of. Okay. I'm fucking Middle Eastern. I, <laughs> black people are not the minority in America right now. Middle <laughs> Easterns are. As <laughs> as much as the police videos show black people being the minority, no. Sorry. Bitch, make me some hummus. Right. No. I'm Costco. Costco right makes now. you the hummus. I, I I don't know how to make it. It's garbanzo beans. Uh. But anyway. Hummus is a shit, and so are um. What are the what are the salads you eat? The Greek salad. The Greek salads. Yeah, Greek salads are really good. It's what what's uh what's unfortunate is is due to the the big, you know, racism cloud. A lot of actual Middle Eastern food is being labeled Mediterranean. Um, so like. Because Mediterranean. Mediterranean me, to me to me. Middle Eastern, their salad is is actually what a Greek salad is. Um, our our uh, the middle <laughs> our salad the Middle Eastern salad is is really like the is is like a pica de gallo, if you will, um, to a salsa, if that makes any sense. Uh, you're Hispanic, so that might make a little sense. I know pico de gallo. Right. Okay. So you know you understand that that's just the vegetables that are in the salsa chopped up not you know blended with you know this is not fucking Heinz salsa um, a Middle Eastern salad literally consists of cucumber tomato and it's finely chopped onion garlic and lime juice that's pretty much it and then we put that shit on our rice you know um, that is that is a business. It tastes really good to me, obviously because of my culture. But so is hummus. Is that considered hummus? Is Middle Eastern, right? Yes. Yes. And do you, do you like tabbouleh? Tabbouleh. Yeah. Um. What the eh, hell is that? Eh. That's the one that's wrapped in the green leaf, right? Um. Uh, I. Uh, the best way to explain my my actual culture is um, the way I explain it. E- the easiest is that I'm the uh, American Indian of the Middle East. Um, my 
you, okay, nowadays you see the whole Syrian refugees. That's pretty much what happened to my people back in, you know, the 60s and 70s. Um, we got we got ran out by the uh, the Muslims and the you know all all the people that were like anti-Christian essentially. So they had to leave. They had to flee their country uh, because if they didn't, they would get fucking killed. <clears throat> so my family ended up coming to America. Um, I want to say it was my my grandfather's dad's brother got murdered and I say murdered lightly they pretty probably got fucking executed for being Christian and they dipped um yeah that's little known I don't I don't fucking throw that everywhere but that's pretty much how I uh, I'm I'm first generation yeah, yeah. I was born in America, so I'm first generation uh, of my family. That's correct, right? That's that's what first generation means. You're born here. As long as nobody else was born here before you. My cousin, which would be my my mom's sister's son. So yes, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm first, so I'm, first generation. Yeah, I'm first generation uh, American citizen. So, uh, yeah, I'm 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 Christian. Um, on my mom's side, my dad's side is Catholic, which is pretty much still anti-ISIS uh, or anti-fucking... Catholic is fucked up. We won't get into that. Yeah. I'm, I'm considered Catholic. I was raised Catholic, but I don't follow it. I don't follow anything, but we won't have to get into that right now. Yeah, it's it's not it's not the Quran as, as they all call it. Now, I I'm not, you know, saying that I'm... I, I said I, that jokingly. I didn't mean for you to get into the story. <laughs> You want I didn't to want you to get into a little story about it. I was just fucking around. I'm gonna get Are into you trying to tell him to shut up now? I'm going to get into details, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I'm getting into some details. <laughs> um, but, no, like, I don't know what the main topic of this was was for, but I just got a fucking erection. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> basically, I'm... I believe in a God that the other people didn't, essentially. But even, ah, it, ah, it could get so deep. It could get so deep. Yeah, let's not do that I don't want to go all into that shit. In the yeah, that's that's too much to get into. I definitely cannot do it. Well, we, we can. On another level, we'll just have to do a disclaimer that this is a religious episode. <laughs> Right. Uh, what? Where are we on recording time? Uh, forty plus twenty. Forty minutes twenty seconds. Uh, forty minutes plus twenty minutes. Oh, an hour. Yeah, an hour. An hour. Okay. I have one other thing we can get into. Yeah. yeah. Want to call it a night? No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Okay. Um. Uh, the last major thing is uh this past saturday we got to meet more of my stepdad's family nice um i will get into the beginning of it uh, his family uh 
was in Chicago, Ohio, and uh, they, if you heard of uh, um, the Sesame Street A is for Ashes, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the background of it that I, I met one of my stepdad's brothers at the airport. Airport, right, right, right. And that's where we basically started our uh, family relationship with them. Yeah, with the bathroom with him. Yeah, yeah walking around like I was a terrorist with the box in my hand. Yeah. Lost. Well, 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 welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. Where the fuck is week, Gate 6? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. It's all good. Uh, last week, uh, my stepdad's brother came back and he brought one of his sisters with him. So, um. My job was to get family together to go meet them. Um, my mom knew that they were coming into town. And I told my um, older brother. My older brother is like a, a year, maybe 18 months older than me. And I had talked to him about this before. And uh, whether or not he would be willing to meet them and he doesn't want to meet them and this is what kind of annoys me and pisses me off and bothers me is uh he looked at it as looked at it as he doesn't owe them shit which I don't understand why uh -huh. um my my side of it is our stepdad raised us for the last 27 years why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to get to know his brothers and sisters that he grew up with? Not that he grew up with them for a long time, but why wouldn't you want to get to know his other half, you know? Right, right. His defense was, um, they didn't look for us, why should we hang out with them? And, uh, when I went to meet them in the airport, uh, they showed me um, addresses that they had written down for where we used to live growing up. So they did try and look for us. I, just, I explained to them that we tried looking for them as well. And we couldn't. And um, it was unfortunate that uh, a detective had to locate them. But... I was able to have my wife go with me. My two sisters went with me, then my stepdad raised. Huh. And then my grandmother went. My mom didn't go, who he was with for the last 27 years, and my step and my brother didn't go, who he raised. And that bothered me a lot. Right. How how would you feel about that? It would it would be a tough one to swallow. I'll tell you that right now. Um, same same type of scenario. Uh, my real father. Uh, I don't know if we discussed it earlier, but he was pretty much just there. 
but he never he never outreached at me so you know me being in the same position you are you know i i i want i want something to do with them but you know i i can't i can't force it to happen so so it's it's tough you know like so you're you were raised by a stepdad or your real dad? I, I, I was I was raised by my stepdad. I was uh And he passed away? No, my real dad my real dad's there. But what about your stepdad? Stepdad's here still too, but Okay. The uh How how long were you how long has your real dad been on, around for? Your whole life? Uh, uh yeah, uh, the whole life, yeah, but you, you know numbers wise Nah, he, he, basically, he got visitation, and then... So, your stepdad was your real dad, and your real dad was your stepdad? Essentially, yeah. You know, it's it's tough to put it in in those contexts, but yeah. Yeah, so, just to put it in my context as well, so people understand... Your stepdad is the one that raised you, and he's the one that you essentially called dad yeah like even to this day i i will your real dad was just the stepdad who was just there physically right so if you're in the position as i was as far as your real dad what would you do or how would you feel and to me i keep in mind is i saw proof because I saw the addresses and I saw them put an effort into trying to locate us. So just keep that in mind that uh, they were looking for us just as much as we tried to look for them. Right. So you, you can't discredit them for that. Right, right. You know, and I could put it in the same context as, um, you know, I I'm friends with you know my my uh aunts and uncles on facebook but you know it the the effort from my mom's side compared to my real father's side is is uh, apparent uh if i say hi on facebook everybody on my mother's side will make an effort to say hi back or whatever the scenario is Whereas, um, my real father's side won't, <laughs> um, so, you, so, so, have, so I, under- I understand the, uh, I guess the best way to put it is I, I understand the, the, I don't want to call it tension cause it's not really tension. It, it, it's more, I don't, I don't know how to put it, but it, it still, it, it still puts you in a tough predicament to, um, this this is this is a tough one uh, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest with you um you know the love is still there genuinely but it, it it's it it's 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 tough to classify it as a type of love you know what i mean the the effort was there uh but but it's it's not to that full extent of you know everyday type life stuff you know it's 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 not Oh, today I gotta wake up and eat and brush my teeth. Type love. It's there's someone there that we know. 
you know, but it, it's it's tough to put them in a position where, you know, it, it's really hard, man. I if you I, know, I think like, I, I think I understand what you're saying because to me, my main thing was um, my stepdad passed away. Right. We couldn't locate his family in time for him to regroup and I guess. I guess the word could be regroup with them and be in contact with them all over again. Right. Um, it was unfortunate. It was uh, too late. So what we're doing, I guess you could say, is picking up the pieces somewhat. Right, right. Uh, meeting, meeting them because he couldn't meet with them. And that's on our choice. That's our decision. Which I fully understand. Um, yeah, I care about them. Yeah, I probably do. Ha I do definitely have love for them. But uh, I don't keep. I don't talk to them daily. Right. They're there. Right. Um, I talked about before that they happen to be going on the same cruise as us in March, so we're going to be in contact with them more. But I mean, it's like you don't have to sit there and talk to them every day. It's just the right. the fact that they're family. They're family. I mean, right. they're the family of your stepdad that raised you for the last twenty seven years. Give him the motherfucking respect, and go meet them. Go find out who they are. Go find out a piece of him. Yep. And mm. my brother wasn't willing to do that, and that's what pisses me off. You know, I, I, I could relate to that in, in uh, some context, too. Um, uh, personally, in my, my family, my, my stepdad is, is a good guy, a uh, great guy. Um, but his, his family is a, is a little... Uh, they, they don't go to the degree that they go to with the other siblings that they, they do with, you know, my stepdad. So... I, I, I can see, you know, the distance uh, that that has been put forth between, you know, my stepdad and his actual immediate family. So I, I understand that part. And it's it's tough being being in your position because I, I see exactly what you're talking about when it comes to that, because, you know, obviously I'm getting married here in the next couple of months and it's it, it's a tough choice to make. Like, hey, you know, this is my family. They're going to come to the fucking wedding. And, you know, essentially, you just want to invite the ones that count that I, matter to you. Exactly. I want to invite them. But, you know, on that same token, you know, I'm I, I had the the uh, ability to to uh, speak to my stepdad about, you know, this is what I want at the wedding. And uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> fuck. It was really heartbreaking to hear him say, you know what, dude? The shit that I had to deal with with my family, I don't want them at your fucking wedding. Is the words that came out of his mouth. Dude, when he left, I started crying. Like, I went upstairs. Well, not, what do you... <laughs> can you put... He doesn't want to deal with he your mom's side of the family or his, his family? His, his family. And it was, he doesn't want to deal with, your stepdad doesn't want to deal with his own family. Right. And you know, that, that's the separation that I have, 
Um, but are you are you close to his family? Yeah, man, I'm I'm very close to this family because so I'm, he doesn't have a relationship. Your stepdad, uh, because I, it's a little off the wall here. So right, right, right. Your stepdad, he doesn't want to have a relationship with his own family, but you have a relationship with his family. Yes. Okay. And, you know that that's the only correlation that's like me. that comes exactly. Um, but my stepdad's passed, so right there you can't no make ch- that I'm, connection. I'm living it for him, right? And you know, th- like I was saying, that's the only that's the only reason why I took a step back. You know, you, you don't have that option. You know, and it's it's tough to try to make that call, and you know, whatever whatever happened between them, you know, you you can't resolve, you can't fix because obviously it, it's in the ground now. You know, you you don't have the ability to 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 try to resurrect um the pain yeah. that was caused between everybody but you know in, in my situation it's kind of like well i don't know the full story i don't want to know the full story but you know that's that's still my step grandma you know that's that's still yeah. your you know my my aunt you know what i mean and that's the same with me it's, I, don't, I don't know why my stepdad stopped talking to his mom and his siblings right but it is what it is. I don't need to know that. But right. they don't know it either. They don't. They don't know it either. Right. They don't know why he lost contact with them. But exactly. I mean, our situation. He's black, so I mean, it's just like. It's even it means that much more that, this past weekend we went to a buffet. They want they wanted to go to Golden Corral. I didn't want to fucking go there, but that's what they chose. They paid for it. Right. But. The fact is, you just see the black family and her, our Hispanic family reunite, and we come together as one. Right. And that's basically what it comes down to, is you make the whole. Right. Well, <laughs> not to get like, super racist on this, but, you know, my, my stepdad is Caucasian. He's a white guy from fucking backwoods, Tennessee. And you know I'm Middle Eastern, <laughs> so you know you could already see the hatred on that. I mean, and that just goes to show that that kind of stuff still exists. It, it, it exists in it's society, whether people want to admit it or not. Right. And yeah, I said it, and I didn't mean to say it, it somewhat that way, but it, it's it is what it is. Right. You know, and we, you know, you and I, we. We we can't change it. We can't fix it. We we could only try to mend it, and and it's not even try to mend it. It's 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 try to keep that connection there, and in in my experience, that that's what I've realized is, you know, I I can't I can't make that change. I I can't fix it, but I can at least put forth the effort to make that connection available. Yeah. You know what I mean. Whether, whether or not your stepdad wants to have those relationships, exactly, you will continue to. Right, and I'm but not, it, not going to cut it is, off. The question is: Is your stepdad going to be at the wedding along with them? <coughs> right, exactly. Or you don't know yet. My my stepdad is going to be there at the wedding, regardless. And I, and <clears throat> on those same tokens, I told my mother the same situation where, you know, my real dad is going to be invited. You know just stay away from each other you know don't fuck up my day you know mm-hmm. but he is a part of me obviously he's 50 percent of what my existence right and 
you know, I'm I'm sorry. I told my mother this. My my mother is a very hard headed person. I love her to fucking pieces, but dog, I can get into arguments with her for hours over stupid shit. But I told her, look, mom, he's he's coming. Uh, just don't fuck up my day. I love you still, but you know, just just stay stay at corners with each other. I understand, you know, being in the same position where. You know, I don't, I don't think my my son's mother is gonna want to see me at his wedding, but I still want to be at my son's wedding, and I'm not gonna, you know, be that guy that says, "Oh, remember when?" <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna be that guy. But at the same token, I, I would like to be at my son's wedding, regardless right. of you know my son and, and uh, his mother's relationship between us. It's, it's, it's irrelevant. <laughs> Um, and that's what I explained to her. Like, I understand your animosity towards my father. Whatever he did is, I, I can't fix that. But uh, I'm going a little off topic here. But you know, I I can't I can't mend the wounds. I can't fix the wounds. I could only be that primary contact. And I think that's where you you and I uh, understand that we're just there. We we are the person between the two we're the glue right we're 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 the the shoestring or the telephone line or however you want to call it uh we're sally that girl (laughs) 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 essentially uh or the whore that everybody wants to come back to (laughs) we want to play with everybody's balls oh i don't know about that yeah uh but back back on real uh we we don't want to lose that contact. We we don't want to. Our our family. You know we're at that age in our life where our family is number one. I could see that. You know, my family is number one. Your family is number one, and we're we're not gonna stop. Period. You know. That that's what it is. And I see that. I, I can see that in you every every day, every conversation we have. I can see that. Uh, you know, I may not exert it as much as you do because I I tend to hold my emotions back, unless I'm watching a fucking movie. But no. we we are we are the middlemen. I held it together as much as I can. I, I'm good. Yeah, but it's, it's the, my brother just pisses me off because. He's like, I don't owe them shit. It's like, you fucking owe the man the last 26, 27 years he raised you. What's wrong with meeting the family? Right. That's what pisses me off. But, you know, at the same and token, though, he's he's right at, at, at a standpoint. But, you know, how far, <laughs> how far can you push? How how strong is that threshold? How, how big is that wall? Yeah. You know? And, uh... I even, I even told him to let my mom know because I wanted my mom to be there because she wasn't there the first time when I went to the airport, uh-huh. and his family's gonna wonder why, or they're gonna want to meet her because he had the biggest connection to her. Obviously, he chose to stick with her for those twenty-seven years, you know. Right, right, right. And, um, she didn't go with us to eat with them. 
There's something that you don't uh, know. Um, <laughs> no, I. She told me that she started dating somebody else. Can I ask you a question? Me and on, no. honestly, Justin. Okay. I'll 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 let you answer the question, but I will say. It doesn't bother me that she started dating somebody else because I've said I've known their relationship enough to know that I think they the last few years they've probably just been like best friends. Uh, my stepdad adopted my niece and nephew, the ones related to my niece and nephew I adopted. Right, right. He didn't want to let them go. He loved my mom too much, whether or not they were romantic or best friends or not. He just had too strong of a connection to let it go, and I just honestly think that they've just been best friends the last few years. Right. And that's where I conclude with that. And so I don't hate my mom for moving on right away or as quick as she might have. Right. I don't blame her for that. I understand it. Right, because there's always feelings that, you know, that you don't understand because it's right. obviously their feelings. You um, don't. You know, you. the only thing you could do is be that middle person. And, you know, the voice of reason uh, is, is one version of it, but it's also just being that person in the middle to link the gap. Yeah. And he always called me to talk to me about this and that. Right. And he always told me that, he couldn't talk to my brother about the things he could talk to me about. Right, right, dude. I have that same connection. He wouldn't want. He didn't. My brother didn't want to listen to it. Right. I I, I completely. But understand I'm glad that. I did. I completely understand that because I've I've had multiple conversations with my stepdad about the same situations that you're talking about. Where it's just like, fuck, dude. I don't know what to do. You know. This is the person that I love. But I just don't. I don't know how to understand it. You know, it, it's a it's a stepdad, but <clears throat> you know, he came into the picture after I was born. Obviously, same for you. Right. I'm, I'm presuming. So you've had the ability to deal with your mother more and for more years than he has. So he came to you for advice, like, dude. <laughs> you know, it just as yeah. you would with. With with a, a friend of a priest, you know. Sorry to throw this out there, but if you you had a a little argument or something like that, you would go to someone to reprieve. For my situation, Kelsey and I had an argument. I went to her mom. Like, I don't understand what I did. Can you can you give me an insight of what she sees as a person? You know, and other people have different views on different situations, and you know that's life, but. In this particular situation, you can only be that person that gives the best connection to your mom. And that's that's what he relied on you for. And that's what my stepdad relies on me for. Because sometimes, you know, they have a problem. Sometimes it's good stuff. Sometimes yeah. it's like, hey, dude, I forgot her fucking favorite chocolate. What's your favorite chocolate? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, sometimes it's really good stuff. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's good. Um but you know, you're the person that had the best connection with your mom and him, and precisely, 
you know, I, that's exactly what I have. I have a really good connection with my mom. I could argue with my mom for days, days. I could argue with my dad for days, but the end of the day, they both know that, you know, you and your situation and me and my situation is, I know my stepdad to the T. I know my mom to the T. And that's where you you play a, a key part in this whole situation. Now, yep. you make any decision you want, man. You know, I I, <clears throat> I already made my choices. Right, I'm good. right. You're 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 all right. Uh, I yeah. do the same thing. I'm not I'm not going to second guess any decision that I've made or I'm going to make in regards to breaching out. Hey. <laughs> a pre has questions what do you think go ahead pre if she remembers i know i kind of cut her off a while ago but yeah you did i just want to get my point across before she asks what she asks <laughs> um you speak up over here you told your sisters not to say anything to them about your mom seen somebody else but you bring it up on here knowing they could possibly listen to this doesn't matter but do you get what i'm saying i understand what you're saying but it's the truth it's over and and yes i do i understand it's over with but that's what i don't understand you tell them not to say anything but then knowing they can listen to this and find this out First off, you get what I'm saying, Matt? Yeah. First yes. off, Milton's Matt? family doesn't know I have a podcast yes. yet. They don't. They don't know I have a. My stepdad's family don't know I have a podcast yet. But they're on your Facebook. They're on my Facebook, but that I mean, lots of people are on my Facebook and they don't fucking listen to my podcast. So it is what it is. To me, this is this is what separates everything. This is what I feel, this is what I see, this is what I hear, this is what I think. And this is where we do it at. I mean, I I understand all that, but I just, I guess I just didn't understand. And I gave... I mean, at that same token... I, I, I maybe throw my mom out, you can kind of say under the bus, but at the same time, I said I understand the last few years that they are together... They were probably more like best friends. They were just there for each other. They were there emotionally. They did this and that together. They did it for the kids. I mean, at that um, same token, I just there's nothing threw wrong with step, that. I stepped that under the bus about you know not wanting to deal with his his family based on whatever fucking happened. I don't I don't know what actually happened. But I'm I'm in the same boat on. I have no regrets about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's 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 what happened is what happened. It's the truth. It's I'm not lying about it. You you can't fix it. You 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 can't just move on. You know. Yeah. You just. I mean, that's that's what it is. We're the ones that chose to have the relationship with them. Nobody else did. So. Right. Next time, um, me and Apre will see them on our cruise in March. When we go to the uh, Western Caribbean, nice. We might see them before that, but 
it is what it is. I made my peace. I did what I needed to do. Right. I love my stepdad, so I felt that this was something I needed to do was meet his family and it's one of the best things I've done. Yeah. One of the best choices I've made. And they are the sweetest people I've met. Right. Yeah, they, they they're are really sweet. Wonderful. They're really wonderful, man. And I'm I'm glad my grandma actually went because she can actually sit because I mean she's been there around just as much as my mom has because they were around he was around twenty seven years right she has a little little more like Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever it it is and she forgets stuff but right, right. I picked her up I said hey you want to meet my stepdad's family Milton. It's like, yeah. So I picked her up. She went. We all took pictures and stuff. So it was a good old time. Even my grandma met. My grandma and all of us met them before my mom did, which is, in my view, a little wrong or not right. Right. It, it's, it's a little funny to look at. And all they can tell me is, tell your mom again we said hi. I get that all the time, man, from from my dad's side of the family. It's it's weird. We're never going to understand it. We we don't know. And a lot of the time, you know, we have to remember we are their children. They're not going to tell us everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> they they're not going to tell us, you know, what what happened, you know, the, the situations, you know. I have ex-girlfriends, and I'm not going to tell my son, like, yo, bitches are going to hurt your feelings. <laughs> I mean, about you know? your son, I mean, me and Apri don't even tell each other about right. our past. Exactly. For certain reasons. I mean, it's just, it doesn't need to be told. Exactly. Unless you ask about it, then, right. I mean, <laughs> right. that's your discretion. Right. You know, but they, they don't know. I want to, I know we're probably getting here high on time. I'm not in a hurry or anything, but I want to ask Apri what she thought about my brother and mom not wanting or willing to go meet them. Now, real quick, though, your brother is older or younger than you? He's about 18 months older than me. Okay. Do you feel comfortable speaking about it or no? Do I have to answer that? Nope. No. You can say you don't feel comfortable. I mean, well, you know how I feel about it. I just don't want to say it. You don't have to. If you don't want to say it on air, then don't say it. That's I just what don't I'm want asking. to sound like a bitch. You're not being a bitch. I already spoke how it was, how I felt. It was immature. Really immature, especially your brother. It's not even... You know how I feel about your brother regardless, but that was just immature. It's not that he owes them anything. It's just that meeting them. What is wrong with just meeting them? Hey, how are you? How is it going? He didn't have to sit there and talk for the whole three hours we were there. You could have just sat there and said, hey, how are you? It's nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Right. And the great part is they were able to carry a conversation on their own. They didn't need us to do it, you know? Right, right. Oh, yeah. 
they asked they asked us as much questions as we asked them and you know what made it even shittier is last Friday last Friday night when they text me they're like oh we're so excited we can't meet well my my uncle which is my stepdad's brother and then his wife in marriage I talk to her normally more than him She's like, we're so excited, we can't wait to meet you, who's all coming? I said, as of now, my family, my two sisters, and my grandma. And you know how much I felt like shit just telling them that, that my mom wasn't going and my brother wasn't going? Yeah. I mean, they're, I they're basically like the star players of the whole family that their brother raised them and helped them and they didn't come out to meet them i know that feeling and how disappointing that is or sounds i know that feeling man i do it it's it's heart-wrenching i don't want to say heartbreaking it's heart-wrenching because heartbreaking is easy to deal with but heart-wrenching <coughs> is like you're stuck this in is the really depressing for our listeners right now but i mean <laughs> this is this is legit this is le- and real this shit serious, right here this is serious a real conversation talk. man it's it's real talk it's you, you can't win or lose it's it, it, you're just you're just stuck in the middle and uh it's tough it's it's so tough man it you, we're just you, being you the bigger ex- people here you can't explain you can't explain the the turmoil that you have to deal with unless you're in that type of predicament and i completely understand the predicament um uh excuse me for this but fortunately for me my my stepfather is, is still alive so I, I could still you know question him in regards yeah, no to the, dis- the the situation and uh, the disembarkment of it um but in your situation you're oblivious to you know the real reasoning from his perspective mm-hmm. so it it's it's tough being in the middle not knowing one side of it knowing one side of love knowing the other side of love but not knowing you know the situation to to describe a lot of different situations that doesn't need to be discussed you know what i mean it's 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 so tough you know and we just we we took the high road and you decided, hey, exactly. That's the best thing you could do. Is just, you know what? Here I am. Let's love and move on. Let's do what he would want us to do. Exactly. And we're living for him. You know. Yeah. He, I'm sure he's up there wherever. If there is a heaven and whatever, right. it, he's happy. Right. It, it, what whatever religion you believe in, uh, I feel. And I'm sure you feel the same way. They're looking at us, seeing the decisions that we're making, and they're they're loving everything or or hating. I we, <laughs> we don't know. He could be like, "Damn it, Justin, you're being such a dick right now. Why did you do that, uh, Matt? You're being such an asshole right now. Why did you do that?" But you know, in the end, we're doing what we feel is is necessary. To try to connect the dots. Hear you, man. You know what I mean. It, you're yep. not wrong. You're not right. You're doing what feels right, and that's the end of the story. You know what I mean. Oh, yeah. That that's exactly what it is. Is you're doing what you feel is right or necessary 
to connect the dots on the story that is untold. I mean, I even went out there when I wasn't really supposed to be going out in a long yeah. car ride out there, and I went out there. Capri was recovering from back surgery, so and she said out there, we, we, we drove all the way up to 59th Avenue in Northern to a buffet and sat there for four hours talking. Nice. I pray sacrificed her back just to talk and get to know each other. And that's knowing knowing that we're gonna see them in March on our cruise, but she just sat there and took the time. They talked to her, she talked back, and it was one of the best and positive things I could ever think of. You won't get that family back ever. Lots of people wish they had family like that. Oh right. yeah. The the embracement is is it sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know you, you you can't argue with that. It's not like Sally that girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, it's been a beautiful thing, man, and I can only uh, sit here and say I wish my brother and mom were there with us, but they weren't. Right. Right. It is what it is, but um, a lot of us were that chose to, and we made great relationships, and we'll uh, improve from there. And you know what? That just shows your character, that you're always willing to make that extra effort for some sort of friendship or family love, and, you know, that's just the type of person you are, you know. On On a lighter note, uh, I've waited three weeks to ask fucking Brokeback Sean to be my man. <laughs> and, and this nigga is Emma Kanaye. He's he's fucking, he's harder to find than a POW fucking guy. You know what I mean? But uh, it's it just shows your character. It shows your moral. It shows your agenda. And it just shows that you are the friend or a friend or a family member or a brother or a husband or, you know, X, Y, Z that is willing to put that effort to connect the dots, period, period. You know, that shows a lot for your, your, your marriage. Um, you're willing to put that extra effort into figuring out, no, nothing's wrong. Sorry, Apri. Uh, no, nothing's wrong. I'm fine. No, something's wrong. I did something wrong. You know, it, it just it just it goes to show you know and uh i i have those same traits i think you know i i try i do my best um but you know it's it's a tough topic to discuss and this is a this is a really great episode i'm gonna tell you that right now yeah, I mean, we we hit the fields. Get, you can even get outsiders on this to speak on this later on down the road, but yeah. it, it's it's a tough, tough thing to speak of, and yeah, so yeah it just speaks of um, if, if if there's listeners out there, I'm sure there's listeners out there, but if if you have a similar situation, and you want to discuss. Nobody listens this, to this show. I'm pretty sure people listen to the show, <laughs> but if, if if they if they have topics they want they want to discuss with us. Or even this one. This one's a tough one. Yeah, you know that that's a tough that's a tough cookie to crumble. You know, hit up 
Uh, Crumble my cookie, bitches. <laughs> Crumble my cookie. I did it all for the nookie. Uh, <laughs> uh, hit hit up hit up the El El Guapo and Lime Sack. Uh, El Guapo emails. abnormal El Guapo at Gmail. You know, LimeSack at Gmail dot com. You can hit me up at Justin Crawford at Facebook. Yeah. You can hit up a Preyala at Facebook. Or a Preyala at Yahoo. Matt's been our uh one of our cohorts here. Hit him up. Yeah, I, I I got a Facebook account. If you're listening, uh I'm part of Adnormal Entertainment. You'll find me. You, you you have the ability to locate me. If not, just hit up Moyers or Abnormal Entertainment. Give me your fucking handle. Uh, I don't have any handles. I don't have a handle currently. But if you can, can find these me, nuts. Because my last name is really hard to spell out. So just just look just look for uh, my face, and I'm beautiful. Just message me. Just message Did you just say you're beautiful? I am very Mes- beautiful. Message me. <laughs> message a pre or message Jesse and ask us for the. Mediterranean guy. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm. I'm the pretty Afghanistan guy. Say, where's the <laughs> Afghanistan guy? <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm pretty close in contact with the, uh, the lime snatch and the guacamole. So, uh, and the apri. Did we get a nickname for apri yet? No, no we're still <laughs> waiting for the, the normal gays to give us that. It's uh, either chacha or boo. That's the last we've heard. You know what? I I did some. Those are her. Those are her given names, though. Uh, Boo was one of them. Boo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or Cha Cha. <laughs> Boo is because my cousin, who I used to babysit all the time, couldn't say my first name. He kept saying a Boo. So Why are you crying? They just stuck with Boo. <laughs> nice. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll get an email in. We'll do it up. Somebody send us a motherfucking name, please. <laughs> wow. <laughs> begging, begging you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think we're cutting it. Uh, yeah, we're almost gonna, close to two hours. Yeah, we're we gonna touch two hours on this episode. Solid, this is solid a fantastic couple hours episode, here. Right? What were we on in hours here? Uh, I had fifty minutes before and an hour and three on this. Uh, with no interruptions, fucking fantastically, no interruptions. No, uh, we're at two hours and three minutes. There's no way we're at an hour and three minutes. No, uh, hour and three minutes on second, and then the book, and then fifty something minutes. So we're we're almost touching two hours. Okay. Damn. Yeah, well, uh, we let me do this uh, before we call the night. Sounds good. I'm gonna play you one of my favorite songs. Uh, well, Matt's gonna play you one of my favorite songs. This is by Eminem off the Relapse album, and uh, the song is called "Beautiful." I don't, I don't know if you heard of the song or if you've listened to it before, Matt, but uh, it's a good song to listen to about uh, all the things that um basically it describes uh, the different kinds of people and what you go through and what you don't go through. It's like uh, basically living or, or wearing two different types of shoes. Lately I've been hard to reach I've been too long on my own 
from there. Everybody has a private world. They can be alone. Are you calling me? Are you trying to get through? Are you reaching out for me? I'm reaching out for you. I'm just so depressed i just can't seem to get out this slump if i could just get over this hump but i need something to pull me out this dump i took my bruises took my lumps fell down and i got right back up but i need that spark to get psyched back up in order for me to pick the mic back up i don't know how or why or when i ended up in this position i'm in i'm starting to feel distant again so i decided just to pick this pen up and try to make an attempt to vent but i just can't admit or come to grips with the fact that i may be done with rap i need a new outlet and i know some so hard to swallow but I I just can't sit back and wallow in my own sorrow But I know one fact, I'll be one tough fact to follow One tough fact to follow I'll be one tough fact to follow Here today, going tomorrow But you have to walk a thousand miles In my shoes, just to see what it's like to be me I'll be you, let's trade shoes Just to see what it'd be like to Feel your pain, feel mine Go inside each other's minds Just to see what we find Looking through each other's eyes But don't Head to abnormalentertainment.com for all of our podcasts and blogs. Go to cinemaheadcheese.com for our movie reviews and news. 
Don't forget our YouTube channels, Abnormal Podcast and Cinema.